1: Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, you This one is explicit. Hey, Jess. What's up,
0: Elsie? <laughs> How's it going? Oh, my God. I like doing the high-pitched one and the low one. And the low. What's How up, are you? Elsie? How you doing, Elsie? How you, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I, I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so yeah. Italian.
1: How are you? I'm well. How, how's your life this week? Pretty fantastic. Um, my wrist is back in action. I'm very excited by that. Woohoo!
0: So last week when we talked about how great Elsie's birthday was, even though we weren't sure yet, right, it ended
1: up to be good, right? Except it was fantastic. Yeah. You,
0: felt, you felt
1: 44 a little bit. I did feel 44. I got to tell you, you know, I I honestly had like. (laughs) Too bad, so sad. Too bad, so sad. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, I'm so strong. 44 feels great. And I was, you know, I had a fantastic, fantastic day. I I think it's really my attitude. And then. Well, I know. Wait, let me tell the story. I I got to tell the story. So. (laughs) <laughs> so it was a beautiful day. I went out for a walk in the morning. I woke up early. I spent lots of really wonderful time with myself. I just thought like, I don't know. It was really lovely the day before, Randy. All of a sudden, I came downstairs, I think from, was it recording? I must have been doing some kind of recording with somebody. I'm not sure I was with you, though, because that was on a, maybe it was on Wednesday. I don't know what day it was. Anyway, I went downstairs, and he goes, okay, we're we're going to go. We're going to leave you sometime. No, I was stop. Like, what?
0: Oh, my God. Maybe he does listen to our podcast. Can I don't know. I don't think so.
1: But that was no, weird. No, that would I, be ridiculous. So then I was just like, what? That's crazy. So he just take, took she he took the girls for like the afternoon.
0: Is he intuitive? Like, does he always kind of do that?
1: Yes, he is very much so. But I think that, yeah. I You know, it is also the fact that it's like, what can I get her? I'm never going to go shopping. Oh, well, yeah. Let's right. just take the girls. Right. I think that's fantastic. I love that. But anyway. He is creative and wise. Yes. And so then when he did that, I was like, what? And so the next day, it felt like it was like bonus, bonus birthday. So anyway, I had a fit. Again, great. I I just loved it. And then I was going to go to a a yoga class that evening. And it was the first time that I was going to do like, um, I I could say a little bit more of an advanced yoga class because I, you know, I haven't been practicing very much. I've been on my mat every day for a while now. But not really in a full on like over an hour class where I'm doing a workout because that's really what these classes are, you know, these specific type of classes. So I thought, well, just to celebrate me being 44, I will go do this class. And I did, you know, and it was really fun. And of course, I, I possibly made some not the best choices while I was in this class. Mm-hmm. And then um, by the
0: time. Trying to be all advanced
1: and shit. <laughs> yeah. Show off. Well, show off for the younger chicks. (laughs) I know you. (laughs) So then all of a sudden I come back, you know, to uh, gymnastics, which is where my girls were playing. And usually I I hang out there and I was like still feeling pretty good. But I'm like, my, my wrist is starting to hurt. Like not my wrist, my hand, really. My hand was hurting. By the time we got home that evening, I was in so much pain. I mean, so much pain where I could not, I couldn't use my hand. Mm -hmm. And that night I was unable to sleep (laughs) from pain. I had to sleep with my arm over my head with the palm of the hand rested because any way I moved it, it hurt so bad. And it was like, I know that it was not, it was not a, a, a sprain. It was a strain because it was all muscle and tendon. Have you ever sprained anything? My ankle. I've never sprained anything. My ankle, I sprained my ankle Knock before. wood, I'm oh, going to knock I wood. and I have sprained my wrist as well because I fell off my bike once. Okay. And that was really painful too. But and so I know this was like, this was, lit- this was really all muscle and tendon around my thumb and the, like the edge of my wrist. And it was, I could not. So anyway, basically I did not sleep that night and I was like, great. Thank you for reminding me that I am 44 years old. <laughs> not 24. Not 24. Forty-four. <laughs> Ouch. So, yeah, that sucked. And so for a day, I thought, how am I going to do this? So I ended up working on my computer with um, the dictation. Dictation on my computer and dictation on my phone. The whole day on that Sunday. So, yeah. yeah. Depressing. It, it is. Uh, well, you know, yeah, it was depressing. I was kind of excited because I was got, got to use, you know, dictation. And the rest of my body felt really, really strong. Of course. But... Now,
0: still, it's just kind of like a thanks for the reminder, God. Yeah, I,
1: I know. I got we it, get it. Yeah. totally. I'm we like, get great, it.
0: we get it. I
1: got it. So, I ended up, and I know this is so funny because I'm sure a lot of you guys are like, uh, why are you saying this is like a big deal? But I took an Advil. <laughs>
0: you now you know it's bad. Elsie <laughs> takes an Advil. That shit's unbearable.
1: I And so, because I was just like, I've never, I haven't, t- I can't remember the last time I took an Advil.
0: <laughs> I, by the way, I'm, I'm oddly like you, with this, I hate taking medicine,
1: mm-hmm. especially
0: painkillers. Yep. And people are constantly telling me, well, stop complaining and just, and I'm like, no, I'm not taking anything. I'll just grin and bear it.
1: Well, because, because I was actually thinking like, I don't want the pain to go away and my hand still to be. Like, I, do, I was just thinking, like, I don't want to hurt. You're afraid
0: her- you're injured more, right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Because I thought I want to I be sure that my hand is is as, as hurt as it <laughs> it's supposed to be. <laughs> like, I don't want to be like, oh, there's no pain. And then I do something crazy and hurt it even more. So anyway, so I did. I don't
0: know why I'm like that. I just don't like to do it. I feel like I don't want to put extra chemicals in my body if I don't have to.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, too. And that's how I kind of dealt with it. And but then when I really decided to take it is because I thought I really really need to sleep. I just need to sleep. So I'll take mm-hmm. it before I go to bed or you know around that area so that I can so that I can sleep. That's basically what it was. And really interestingly, the well, obviously the pain did subside, not to um, a massive extent. But then it really took like a really big shift. Like I I actually felt it shift and change and i was like wow that's crazy i don't know if it's the advil or if it's like the hand or whatever but then i saw so of course because i'm such a dork i did research of course i did how long does advil stay in your body you know ibuprofen and and then it and so, <laughs> don't tell me i don't want to know how well, long it's about it's like, eight hours right yeah it's about eight hours yeah and oh. then at eight hours though it's at a really minuscule amount so then, now it's completely out of my system, and but my wrist and hand feel like ninety-nine point nine percent better. This morning, I got on the mat again and I did some, I did some light weight bearing stuff. So it doesn't hurt when I weight bear, but I can tell that it's it's actually a shoulder thing. It's not a wrist thing. It's a shoulder thing that manifests on the wrist. So I've been really careful on the, on my shoulder stuff. So anyway, that was my birthday. Woohoo! Yay!
0: Yay! Did you buy any fancy stuff for yourself yet?
1: I've bought a yoga mat.
0: No, I mean from sephora
1: (gasps) oh my god dude did you
0: you forget about it no what
1: did it get lost no it's the coolest thing ever i want to tell you about it what is it okay so okay ladies and gents because you guys are there now a lot so jessica got me a, a, a gift certificate for sephora for my birthday and it was the almost awesome thing ever and i was really 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 excited so then i went in there and i put all my stuff in the little place in the shop and um, <laughs> I picked and I, I, I was like, you know, it took me like two or three days to actually pull the plug because I was like kind of I didn't know, like, should I get this? Should I get that? So I'm kind of obsessed with like Kat Von D stuff. I don't know if you guys know yeah. about the Kat Von D stuff. but Sp- Miami Ink. Miami Ink lady. Yes. Yeah, so she's sure. the tattooed lady, the mm-hmm. one that, you know, has all the stuff. And uh, so I am completely and utterly obsessed with her. And so I get, I get like, she's, she's got the, this makeup that she, um, these, this lip stuff that stays on forever. Mm -hmm. As far as I know. (laughs) Yeah. That's what they claim. And I've gotten a bunch of different colors of that. The everlasting, 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 everlasting. yes. Liquid lipstick. So anyway, now I have a bunch of different types now, but the last one that I wanted is called Lolita. And of course, usually, it is. They usually run out of it, and so I finally was able to do it because it was back in stock. And I have not put it on yet, but I got that. But then the thing that I really, really love, Jess, mm-hmm. is I got a lipstick called Dior Addict Lip Glow, and it's like oh, I love ex-
0: Dior stuff.
1: It's the most expensive lip thing it's that wonderful. I've ever bought in my entire life. Wow! Thanks, yay. thanks yay. to you. Thanks to you. you. thanks to you. Thanks to you. But it's amazing because it's totally what I wanted. It's sort of like lip balm, but yeah, it's yeah. it kind of works with your lips, and then okay. they, it just changes the to the color that's optimal for you in a light, in a really light pink. Okay. So it's very like super, 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 super natural, and it's awesome. That's awesome. So then I love it. Yeah, I got other other stuff that are not is not quite as exciting as that. I got some blush because I didn't have blush. I ran out of blush, and I finally got the blush that you wanted me to get. Orgasm? Yep. I got NARS well, Orgasm. Wait, no, no, no. So I got, good. I got Super Orgasm. Oh, there's a Super? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't
0: seen that one. i have to look. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go for a no, it may as well be Super.
1: <laughs> That's good. I know. I love that. And then I got the tinted moisturizer that you suggested last time we went over to what was it? The Laura Mercier amp- tinted moisturizer yes, because did. it's
0: part moisturizer and part
1: like foundation, and
0: therefore it's not so heavy and it's good for your skin.
1: Yes, I love it, and so I only you know I don't wear it every day at all, but I it's it is very nice. It's it goes nice and clear and stuff. So those are the things that I got. Isn't that exciting? Thank yes. you, Jessica. It was so I was so excited. I didn't by that. ask you so you would say thank you.
0: I really wanted to know like what you bought yourself because as you can see, I'm a little obsessed with makeup.
1: <laughs> yes, but oh, but this is what I was like such a dork about. I get free stuff from Sephora when it's my birthday. Yes. Right? Oh, yes. Yes. And yes. I forgot to add that to my cart. I'll see. I'm such a dork. Can you add it now? You can add it now. Well, I can add it now, but I have to buy something else. No, so, you don't. Yes, I do. I don't think so. You have to. I tried. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. There's still some money left on there, though. So I'm going to go in there and get something. And then it's such a, I was such a dork. I was like, it's oh. It's like
0: a blush brush or something.
1: Yeah. So Some kind
0: of brush that you can. That's annoying.
1: It is totally annoying. I hate when that happens. It's so I've done that many times. It's annoying. Oh, well. Oh, well. So, whoa. So, anyway, thank you. And we have two days until our podcasting uh, Your Pants Off webinar, which we've been preparing for, like, fiends.
0: Like nobody's business. Like
1: nobody's business. Oh, my God. Yes. Shepodcast.com forward
0: slash pants off. Pants off, people. And that is for those of you who are still new still wondering if podcasting is right for you just starting but not sure if you're going in the right direction thinking about pod fading it's everything you need to know really to get started but then also will help you not just with the setup and stuff but if the branding is right what's your purpose with the show and that kind of stuff too so it's really good we're excited yeah it's like so excited
1: yeah it's a completely all-encompassing show that we yes that's what that's what we should call it we should call call it it a a show. show yeah Call it a show, pants off session or workshop, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, get get. This is what I love. What Jessica did, though, every time somebody signs up, (laughs) the little (laughs) autoresponder that we get, it says another podcaster with his pants off. What well, what is it? What does it say?
0: Another podcaster with no pants. With no pants, that's right. That's the subject line. I totally forgot to even tell you that I did that. I just let her start getting emails that say another podcaster with no pants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. And it's hey. like the best thing ever to get that email because it makes me laugh every single time that I get the email and then I go, who has no pants? Any who has no pants?
0: Hey, if life wasn't funny, what would it be?
1: <laughs> I don't know, dude, but it's like rad. So and of yeah, course good. we will be made mentioning um, BossJock in it. It has a little, you know, little place where we can talk about recording via mobile in case you don't have a computer or something like that. Recording your stuff via um, BossJock. Who is our, our sponsor? Do you guys hey. know about BossJock? People, what, what, what? I was going to say, speaking of BossJock, I wanted to, I wanted to tell you something actually. Okay. I was actually recording
0: with John Buchanan uh, yesterday. I record the day before we record this show with him. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, for To Be Honest. And he adds all these hilarious sound effects as we're recording using Boss Jack on his iPad. What? I'm not sure if it's Boss Jack or Boss Jack Jr., but I know that as he and I are talking, yeah, he can actually, he plays the introduction like, do, 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 and it starts talking, and uh-huh. then I hear you go, Jessica! Oh. And then... <laughs> we start, <laughs> and then we start talking, <laughs> and then like he has all these little. I'm telling you, he's got like a wop wop and like all these great sound effects preloaded. I don't know how he. He must have a mixer.
1: Well, yes, he does. He has he to have probably a probably has the pre- iPad to do that.
0: put into a mixer, but somehow he's he's using Boss Shock as we're recording to add sound effects. It makes me feel like I'm in a real radio station Isn't which i so learned fun? that he used to work at mmr with, with, and he used to write jokes for danny Bonaducci here what? in philadelphia i know it was great cr- john anyway, john none of this has you- anything to do with boss chat i just think it's extremely cool that he has a setup that includes this app that a makes you feel like you're in a real radio recording studio but b you can play like crickets or i could actually like when you go away <sighs> yeah. to yell at your children i could actually be like da,
1: da, da, <laughs>
0: without having to sing I could just play the girl from Ipanewa.
1: It'll just come on.
0: It would just come on. It would be like we' are we could have different segments like, Elsie's on a rant now, doodly-doo, you know? I know. I've got to find out how he does it.
1: It's awesome because, well, that's what, like, what is that loop, loop back is supposed to do that kind of stuff, you know, to yeah. be able to add a You just have to be sort you of, know, like, but, more in it. And you know what it is to, it. yeah, there has to be a setup, an easy setup because as as of right now, the only room in front of me is... My computer.
0: But maybe I could do it. I mean, I have my desk. I could totally do it. But I'm just saying it's a whole nother use of Boss Chalk that I didn't even know existed. How cool is that? It makes me love our sponsor even more. So next time we talk about Boss Chalk, I'll probably have the information as to how to do it because that would be helpful, eh? But, um... Yes, it was. I would. just wanted to tell you guys that it does do that. And so if you have an interest in playing sound effects while you're talking, you should download the app and figure it out now. Or you can wait till next week and download it. But it's such a cool use for that, I thought.
1: It is. And you know, I don't think we've really talked about the ability. Cause I mean, other than what you were just talking about, which was really using bo- boss talk as a um as like, a mixing combination. Kind of. a, yeah. a mixing board, right? With a computer. What's really cool about it is that you can preload that stuff obviously into boss Jock. and let's say you have you know maybe two or three different sounds that you generally use in your podcast maybe you have a couple of pieces of like voice feedback like we're, we'll be hearing from dr ginger here in just a second but um so you can actually preload that and you can you can record your entire podcast just on your ipad and you can very easily just tap everything that's inside there and it will it will create this lovely file so basically you have a completely edited podcast with music with voice feedback intro outro yep all inside
0: segments segues sound effects it's so cool
1: it's amazing i'm just gonna look i'm actually gonna write this down in the show notes right now but i am going to look for like a tutorial on how to do that in in youtube because i know there's a bunch of them and um, and then I'll just put it in there. So if you guys want to check it out, I'll t- tutorial how to use Bostock in that way because I'm sure it's got to be in... It's got to be somewhere in, in We should
0: ask John to do it because this would be a good time to say he's the best editor ever. Hi, yeah. John. Hi, John. He's the best editor ever. Of course, he knows how to do it. And he is available for you to hire to edit your wonderful things. It doesn't just have to be because he and I record together. Right. And he's at audioeditingsolutions.com. And he helps us edit our show and makes it sound fantastic. And actually, he told me a story of how he became our editor He made up that project. You know, he told us, first of all, he started listening to our show because somehow he saw a tweet that said that boys don't listen. Yeah, yeah. And so he heard that episode and heard me say, but no boys listen to our show and started listening out of spite, Elsie, because we said that he couldn't. (laughs) And then because he was listening to it on a regular basis, the audio annoyed him. Oh, my God. So badly (laughs) that he sent us an email and said. I'm doing this project and I'm testing something out. I want to know if you guys would be game for trying to record this way and see if it sounds better. Oh my God. That was completely made up. (laughs) He only did it for his own listening pleasure because it irritated him so badly that we sounded, didn't sound as good as we could. How funny is that?
1: That's hilarious. And I love you for that, John.
0: Yes. Thanks John. He's like clever to trick us. Yes. Yes. Offering to do it for free and for your own and for your own gratification. Exactly. All things I love. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you guys check him out too, because he's the one he, I mean, he must know how to do the boss jock thing and he'll, I'm sure he would be happy to either come on or record a segment telling you guys how he does it so that you can do it for your shows as well.
1: Yep. So that's, you see that? That's what I call double endorsement, baby. Yes, double endorsement, baby. Bam, bam. Bam, bam. And speaking of double endorsements, or, or actually responses, we have a little bit of audio feedback today from Dr. Ginger Campbell. Dr. G in the house. From Brain Science Podcast and Books and Ideas. But she had something to say about uh, us mentioning her the other day on the show. Did she? Yeah.
2: I mean, I know she did because I listened. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Dr. Ginger. Hey, Elsie and Jess. This is Ginger Campbell from the Brain Science Podcast and Books and Ideas. I love being mentioned on She Podcasts, but I'm afraid that... Your discussion of my stats on the last episode might actually discourage people from listening to, sh- to the show. While it's true that 75% of my listeners have college educations, only about 20% are MDs or PhDs. The show is actually intended to be for everyone who has a brain, which is to say normal people. You don't have to be a scientist or a brainiac. In fact, I have listeners who are house painters, tattoo artists, and even plumbers. And these are my favorite listeners because the goal of my show is to share neuroscience with regular people. So I hope that some she podcasters, even if you don't think you're interested in neuroscience, will give the show a chance. And don't forget that there's a great interview with Elsie on my Books and Ideas podcast. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.
1: Yes. We totally understand where you're coming from about wanting and, and wanting everybody to know that her podcast, and I love that, is for all people with a brain. All people with a brain. Did I say something to the contrary? No, you did not. What you mentioned is that her audience is a little bit more, I would say, I can't say educated, really, like oh, higher was education. Oh, I talking about her demographic. Yes. Yes, her demographics. Yes.
0: But that doesn't mean that all people can't or shouldn't listen. Of course, it's for everybody. It's just that you know whether a show is for everybody or not. You tend to attract people like you. Normally, I mean
1: that's normal. Totally. And but I, but, but here here is the thing that she was talking about, and I what I understand it and what she really wants is that she knows that that's the demographic that is naturally kind of drawn to the brain science podcast. But she really her dream is to just have anybody with a brain listen to her podcast and be informed about neuroscience and then that but most of us are like oh north oh i'm not gonna oh i'm not gonna listen to that because it's about you know neuroscience that's a scary word oh my god i just right and so but she doesn't want that she wants anybody to listen everybody to listen
0: yeah but i mean i have a dream where people put on a proper outfit before shopping at walmart that doesn't mean it's gonna (laughs) happen We can't control other people and what they're interested in or not interested in. I'd like for people to comb their hair (laughs) before leaving the house. (laughs) Fat chance, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. Fat chance. That is true.
1: But I have to, you know, give it up for Dr. Ginger for sending email feedback, email voice feedback. thank you. I love hearing from you. Thank you, Dr. Ginger, for doing that. And again, maybe a little bit of a, you know, call to action, people. Listen to her show. Like, give it a shot. She's got some incredible... I, I, Her show is amazing. She's got these incredible people that come on. And you will be a better person, particularly about your brain, if you listen. And it's not over your head. Seriously. Just go and listen. And I thank you for the shout-out for Books and Ideas, because I did go on her show. Not on Brain Science, because I am not in her surgeon. <laughs> but her other show, Books and Ideas, which is mostly... That's your next stop, though,
2: right? All the a other stuff. Show- oh, right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know, blah blah. Elsie's so, stop on the book tour. Stop on the book. Tour. All right. So we have. I, I found some more podcasting tool. I, I I found something else, Jess. Of course. Now,
0: see, it's becoming to the point where we need a segment, like a segment opener for Elsie's tools, tips, and tricks. I know
1: something like that. We do need a little bit of music to to for the tools, tips, and tricks, or whatever we want to LC's call it.
0: Elsie's Tool Time with Elsie. <laughs> tool time.
1: Tool time with me. Do we like that? Well, yeah, tool time's good. Tool I like that. time
0: with Elsie. Okay. You can okay. mix that, John. And next time, I'm going to want you to put it in with like a chorus behind it of me um, harmonizing you, with myself.
1: You, you, and you. Yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, me, me, and me. So there's another. So we talked about Zcast a couple of episodes ago. I don't know if it was the last episode or the one before that. But there is something else now. Here's the headline that caught my eye. Anchor for iOS brings audio blogging back from the dead. Although, I had no idea that audio blogging was dead or even alive. Neither for did anyone else. Matter, matter. But anyway, I used to really dig the audio blogging scene um, primarily through audio boo. What it, that is now audio boo. boom. Now they've added an M at the end of their show, of, of their service. What was really lovely about Audioboo back in the day was that you could really easily record a little something in your phone and there was a really like vibrant community inside of Boo and, and it wasn't like, it, was kind, it wasn't necessarily podcasting really because it really was more like audio blogs. It's like people just talking and you got a chance to get to know a lot of people, everyday life stuff, you know, it, it was a really lovely way to get your voice out there. Anchor is kind of doing this again, and this is what it says about them. Uh, so, Anchor is a startup with a fresh take on social audio. Anchor, which is out today on iOS, builds itself as an easy way of creating short podcasts that others can respond to with their own audio comments. So, that's it. What do you think, that's Jeff? That's it. Are you ready to get on it?
0: <laughs> on audio blocking?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean... <laughs> there's so why i just don't i guess i'm not sure why this is better than just using like the voices app that comes with every well I this, guess it's android i know but like i oh, know it's ios it's both. no this
1: is ios no i think it the thing is that, that you is get audio comments that's the whole point you get audio comments and what's here this is something really really interesting about this this whole thing that, that i felt like that's so weird so anyway the guys that created anchor created it for listening as a listening app so there's very little text in it so it's not an app that you open and you read at all it's all basically done so that you listen so because i had to test this out at least a little bit for you guys i downloaded the app in the article itself it says, after a slick, easy onboarding process you've thrown into a feed that includes posts from all the people you follow on Twitter who are already using the app. Right now, you'll probably find most uh, mostly first posts in which users talk about setting up their anchor accounts. For something a bit more substantial, head to the search page where you'll find shortcuts to discussion about tech in U.S. presidential election and more. All right. So. I did. I downloaded the app. And then you have to like sign up for an account, of course, like everybody else does. I'm doing it right now as we speak. Okay. It's good, but You, you got to stop because, it, because you don't write, type anything. You have to talk. Stop it. That's what made me crazy. So you start to go in there and then you have to swipe up to start to go through the process. And then there's a picture of you. And then it says, say your name. And I was no. like, say my name. What do you mean say my name? Say, my name and, say and, my name. and then there's a picture of of a person with the phone by their ear. And unless you do that, it doesn't let you go. It doesn't let you go forward. And so you have to talk to do it. And then at the end it says, Record your first one here. And you're like, I don't want to record my first one. I I just was trying to sign up. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Exactly how I felt. <laughs> So then like, and then, and then I didn't figure this out until later because I kind of like quit in the middle of it. Right. All of a sudden I started getting all these notifications. I was like, what the heck is going on? And it turns out that anchor was playing on my phone for like an hour or so because oh my I, had, God. I had put my phone down somewhere but even when I, I when I exited it out I thought I exited out of the app but I did not so it, there's like this continuous play going on and it was kept playing and I, and I was like what is, is that? Is that it? Is it playing right now? No I turned it off I, I, I'm, not, I'm afraid to turn it on because I think it's going to start talking to me It's talking to me right now I'm telling you it's non You can't hear that? Uh uh-uh. uh well maybe I'm sure John can yeah, but I'm I can't. Sure you're right.
0: Wait, I have to get rid of it.
1: I, I'm telling you, you have to totally close it out and not open it until you're ready to engage with the thing.
0: That's very rude. It's very weird for them to talk so, without being invited. I know. That's how I feel. But um, it. I'll try. I mean, I don't know that. It, I don't know that I need something to ask me what I think about the presidential election or. Like, no,
1: you have to just talk about what you want. It's all. It has blogging. prompts, though, I think. Oh, does it? I think it does. Oh. You
0: stopped. But I'm looking on the app, and I, I mean, I'm looking on the website, and I think I see, like, prompts and stuff. Like, what was your
1: first screen name? What do you think about... Oh, God, help oh. me. So I think maybe it is... So so basically, the the premise of this new app is to have a social network that is based around audio with you creating pieces of audio, responding to other people's audio in there, which which is kind of how you leave comments. So instead of typing anything in there for somebody else, you just create a piece of audio in response to that. So uh, I feel that it's interesting. I'd like to check it out when I'm not kind of forced to be engaged with the app when I wasn't ready because the first thing that happened is like, you know, the TV was on. I was in the middle of a computer. There was like, you know, I was in the kitchen. People were moving around. Uh, It's not the time that I'm going to be recording an audio blog unless I want to talk about that. You know what I mean?
0: WNYC's Radio Lab is going to be posting to Anchor.
1: Yeah, there's going to be a few. um, They mentioned some of that stuff on that article. So I just thought if you guys want to go check it out, that's something else that's happening. This is something I would do
0: much more likely than Periscope. I'll admit that. You think so? Yes, because no one can see me. Yeah, that's true.
1: And I can do fun stuff with my voice
0: without having to use my eyebrows for emphasis.
1: That's right. Well, you were doing fun stuff on on Snapchat the other day with all that smoke blowing up your face. My daughter taught me how to do
0: that. That's my first and only post is me blowing a heart of smoke out of my mouth. You are going to have
1: to show me how to do that because I don't know how to do that. Basically, you turn the camera on yourself Uh and then touch your
0: face Wait, yeah. Touch your face and hold your your finger there for a second. It will take a graph of your face and then you'll see options at the bottom and you can swipe through. So like, oh my God, some of them are ridiculous, like bug eyes, pinch nose, like grandma face. Oh, and then one I of them was see. blowing smoke, snow and stuff. Uh, you totally see it?
1: Totally doing it. Yeah, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's creepy.
1: It is very Open your mouth? It's telling me to do stuff.
0: Yeah, it's you have to open your mouth. Well, cause otherwise, where how would it know where to put the smoke?
1: Oh, I see. You
2: open. know what? I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna do one right now as we're as we're taping. Just I'm so.
2: doing it right now too. <laughs> if you guys <laughs> I am doing <silly. laughs>
1: <laughs> And then what happens? And then you just upload it, same as you would, I guess. Okay. All right. I look kind of bizarre. Is that what? It's just very strange. No, it won't do it.
0: See, I taught you to do it, but I can't do it. Do you hold the button down?
1: Oh, this is not a good one. It's like I'm scary. I don't even know what happened because I was. But it's not moving. That's weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, it just took my face. Now I can have. It says raise my eyebrows. (laughs) Oh, blue steel.
1: (laughs) (gasps) I love it. I um I wonder. So wait, I have to touch. Okay, you know what? This is probably not a good idea to do when you are recording. You hear that? Oh my God! I have little weird eyes. I look scary. It looks very scary. I look like a completely different person.
0: I shouldn't talk to you when I'm doing that. Hold on. You
1: should not talk to me.
0: This is a new one. Oh.
1: Why are we doing this? We need to stop. The people are this going like, "What, Lady.
0: I know they're like, "We can't see stop it, bitch, it, stupid idiots." <gasps> All
1: oh right, wow. I know. Oh my gosh, this is very weird. Can I take I a know. video? With this? Yes, you
0: can. Oh my gosh. Oh my god! There's this me as is an the old weirdest lady. Weirdest
1: thing I've ever done. I look like a tiny. <laughs> look, little... look, You even had a new <gasps> voice. Oh, oh, it's a little bit instead little... a Oh, my God. That is the weirdest. Let me see. Where do <gasps> you
0: see this one I just posted? It's fantastic. <laughs> Send to my story. It's the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> Mine is the scariest
1: thing.
0: <laughs> All right, you my- guys. If you want to follow us on Snapchat, hopefully we don't have to edit this out. I think I'm just Kufferman.
1: You have to. Yes. So I'm just, Yogi Girl. I'm Yogi Girl yeah. on Snapchat. So I'm
0: just Kufferman.
1: Oh my God. So you guys can listen.
0: Holy crap. That was humiliating. (laughs) They have a Zoolander one where you make a blue steel and it gives you like Ben Stiller's headband and goes, relax, go to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. All right. Let's get back on the horse. Okay. Is that how you say it? Let's get back on course. (laughs) Whatever. Get back on track. Yeah, whatever. Of course. That's it. That's Get back on the horse, I think, is when you're divorced. Oh, really?
0: Well, yeah. Oh,
1: when you're, like, going back to dating or something. You get back on the... Yeah, something like that. Okay, Mm -hmm. whatever. Anyway, so we have a little tip from the mighty Erica Liramark from Elegant Hustling over at ericaliramark.com slash elegant dash hustling. So if you guys want to check that out, it's really... It's fantastic, especially for you guys that don't know how to sell people but anyway so she sent me this uh cool marketing uh your podcast stuff via bill o'reilly jess did you see the image you gotta you gotta scroll all the way down all the way to the end like i think it's on page five of our show notes what yeah keep scrolling scroll down
0: the o'reilly factor okay here's your chance
1: to take the no spin zone on the road you can now get a daily audio podcast of fox news channels o'reilly factor that you can download and listen to whenever you wish so, Hooray!
0: Irritation on the go! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but see, so here here's like all the good stuff about this. So it's a big image, right? It's got like basically his, I guess, his podcast artwork. Um, and it says audio podcast on there, so it's very clear. And then on, on beneath, beneath it, it says it's the number one show on cable news, The O'Reilly Factor. So it's already telling you, dude, it's the number one thing. We have it happening here. And then, so here's your chance to take this on the road, which I think is really smart of him just to do that, just have it like on the road rather than like when you're at home, I guess, I don't know, when you would watch Fox News, really. So um, you can, so now you can get it on the road and take it with you. So those are the good things about this that I love about it because who do you think Bill O'Reilly's audience is? Don't, let's not get into into like, let's say, psychographics but more like demographics
0: I think Bill O'Reilly is I mean obviously Republicans
1: right but I, I kind of don't want to go there I want to go to like demo, age de- yeah age and people who meaning I, you actually, know. I
0: think he attracts people of all ages mostly male if I had to guess although some female but probably not a lot um, I mean I, if I had to guess I would say like probably 30 to 50 30 to 60
1: do you think they're podcast listeners
0: Oh, probably not. Well, (laughs)
1: that was what I was trying to get at, because if these people, you know, if people are- Very good point, my friend. Very,
0: yes.
1: But I mean, he has
0: young listeners that probably could be.
1: Yeah, but I would think, like, I'm I'm not sure that his people are, like, podcast listeners. I mean, they can be, especially because people really, like, if you like some of these cats that go behind the mic and talk and have opinions and whatnot, usually you do that because you really like them, so- If you want to take them with you, that would be, like, super exciting for you, right? Like, whoa, I can take him in the car? You know, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. I can have it when I'm—I can listen to Bill O'Reilly while I'm running? Like, it would be really exciting for people. Could I? (laughs) I? (laughs) (laughs) So, he has to teach his audience. Now, I like that—the languaging of what he just did with that that little area there, right? But I went over to the website— which you can mm-hmm. find over there, Jess. You can find it actually at BillOReilly.com dot com slash podcast help. I love and, it. And um, when you go over there, this is when things kind of fall apart for me because it is a very like oh my god bland page. It says what is podcasting? Don't learn <laughs> that from Bill O'Reilly.
0: <laughs> oh my god! What is the advantage of podcasting? How- Listen, first of all, I will say this though, Elsie, yes. I was just editing our slides to update yeah. them for podcasting school for women. Right. And in there we do say, are you willing to educate your listeners on how to listen? So yes, I think we do. it's smart. The last few questions, which is how do I subscribe, but don't, how do I set up a podcast? How do I, what is the advantage? No bill,
1: no bill. No.
0: Leave it to the podcasters,
1: brother. <laughs> no, so so here's here's the thing, though. This is what made me kind of crazy because he's got the great good questions. Like, how do I subscribe to a podcast? That's important. How do I set up a podcast in iTunes? Those are all really, really smart no, things. Oh, wait. But how do I his answers a- are not very great. So What is
0: podcasting? Podcasting allows users to subscribe to a feed of audio or video files and receive new files automatically by subscription. Not bad. Not bad. It's okay. What is the advantage of podcasting? Subscribing to our podcasts, that's not answering the question. Right. Subscribing to our show allows you to listen to Factor anytime and place. Plus, future installments will be downloaded directly to your podcast software automatically.
1: That's not the advantage of podcasting. That's the advantage of listening to your fat mouth. (laughs) Now, do I need an iPod or an MP3 player to use podcasts? No. You do not need an iPod or an MP3 player to, to to use. Listen to that player to use our podcasts. Why not listen to them? But anyway, you will, however, need a podcast subscription software, which is where you have lost everybody now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bye-bye. And then there's like a link, right? It's probably linking to, let's see where it's linking to. Buzzmaven.com forward slash
0: podcast dash software dash
1: list dot Oh my Maven? God. That is almost.
0: What? Oh man! And then it says best podcast software directory since two thousand and two. Wait, <laughs> wait. What Potter Audio? Wait, I have to hold on. I'm going to go into the.
1: I'm going to go into the developer tools, dude. Most of these podcasters have died. Oh, they're no I'm, longer I'm, even in I'm actually in existence. here to
0: see when this when this page actually was created. I don't even know if I can tell. I'm in the source. Uh, it doesn't like even have Juice, a cover. Right. I
1: think Juice is gone. Formerly, up, l- yes, podcast producer to Ubercaster is also been is gone. Oh my god, He has a reference
0: to Stumble Upon. Nobody uses
1: that. anymore. And then in the Mask- Macintosh podcast software, it's got GarageBand. <gasps> you can't listen to <gasps> I know Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly, oh. Bill O'Reilly. Oh. I know it's <laughs> send him no. And then how do I subscribe to a podcast? You will first need to download and install podcast subscription software. On your computer.
0: No. I know.
1: No. I know. No, Bill. And then afterwards it says, after the installation is complete, copy and paste the URL for the podcast you want to subscribe to into the software. Oh, no. What? No. This is not helping anyone. I
0: have to send him an email. (laughs) Right now. Who's the No.: <laughs> Oh, there's a live chat with a
1: representative. Oh, I'm doing it.: oh my: Yes, God, I have a comment for Bill. It's really crazy that this if, is horrible. And then, Bi- And then on the bottom, wait, let me see. what if I need additional help? Please feel free to email our customer service department if you have issues accessing our podcasts. Oh, Wait, I didn't tell you the other thing, though. Yeah, it's a uh, premium. <laughs> uh yeah, hold on. I'm sending him an email. Right now yeah, okay. while Jess is sending him an email, let's you and I, you you know who you are, go to a really, really great way of asking your your listeners to subscribe or what a podcast is. Now, instead of going to Bill O'Reilly, we are going to be going to onbeing.org dot org slash podcast. everybody? That is on your phone or on a computer right now. If you can at all, go check it out. Or look at our show notes because there there will be hyperlinked in there. Onbeing.org slash podcast. And in the show notes, all you have to do is kind of like look inside of the podcatcher that you're listening to, the podcast app. You'll see the show notes there. And then hyperlink through there. Okay. Now, when you go in there, you will see a lovely way of uh, podcast instructions. So, at the top of the page, you immediately see the logo for On Being, and it says subscribe. It's got a button, a huge button on there. On the right-hand side, where where it says for, she says for those familiar with subscribing to podcasts, just paste the following URLs into your favorite podcast software, and then she's got all of the different RSS feeds up there, where she has episodes with unedited interviews, episodes only, unedited interviews only, on being blog, so you could do that. But this is the fun part. If you keep going down that page, it says getting started, step by step instructions. And they begin very simply. It says, for those new to the podcasting universe, we've provided the following detailed instructions with accompanying screenshots to help you along the way. So away we go. Three things are required in order to subscribe to the OnBeing podcast. A computer, podcasting software, we recommend iTunes, and an internet connection. A faster connection means faster download. Complete the following steps to subscribe to OnBeing podcast. And look, screenshots. Screenshots. Beautiful, and, beautiful. And then it, look, it's hyperlinked to download iTunes, right? If you don't have it, most computers do have it. And then it tells you to install it. And it says, it shows you how to open iTunes application. It shows you exactly where you need to go in the horizontal menu and how to subscribe to the podcast. It's highlighted so you can see it. We
0: need a page like this.
1: I, I know. And then it's got all of the stuff, exactly how to put all the stuff and even how to click and paste the RSS feed that you want into um, iTunes itself so that you can receive what you want on there. They have, they basically have everything that you possibly could need to know with giant instructions of what it is. At the bottom, there's like all of this in advantage stuff. So on being podcast defined, it, it actually defines what it is for you. And it's done in a very lovely, lovely, lovely way. Now, here's what's the advantage. Remember how Bill O'Reilly hide that? Now let's read what On Being has. What's the advantage? There are many reasons why our listeners aren't able to listen to On Being on the radio. Inconvenient time of the day, limited amount of time for listening, unavailable at your local public radio stations. Subscribing to the On Being podcast allows you to listen to your program, to our program during a time and at a place most convenient for you. And even streaming the audio from the webpage may prove difficult because you, the listener, have to be tethered to your computer in order to hear, which means you can't listen to the program in your car, on the bus, on the train, or something even at your office. So they have framed it for the listener and how nice it is for you to be able to take with them and what that looks like. So what do you think, Jess?
0: So much better, it hurts.
1: I know. On OnBeing has done a fantastic job of setting up this um, how to subscribe. And you can find it, again, org slash podcast. And it has exactly what you need to do to download all the stuff. Uh, You guys should definitely check it out. And we do teach this, although we have not put this to practice on our own website. But really, it's up to us to teach our audience how to find us and what to do with the audio files and how to subscribe and all that stuff. Nobody else is going to do it for us. And we cannot expect just to say, like, oh, I have a podcast. Oh, I have an audio show. Whatever. What was the name? What was it that we were discussing last time? Audio... What did that article dude want to change podcasting's name to? Audio on Demand. Audio on Demand, yeah. All right, for God's sake. I have an Audio on Demand show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I run an Audio on Demand show called blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I'm an Audio on -er. (laughs) Demander. That's ridiculous. (laughs) I can't even say it with straight face. I'm an on Demander.
1: Uh, Audio on Demander, not on Demander. I'm an Audio on Demander.
0: (laughs) Audio on Demander. Audio on demanders unite. <laughs> hashtag audio on demander. It's horrible.
1: It's so yes, ridiculous. Exactly. But, yes, that's perfect. So I'm like all pink. That Make sure you best. put that in the
0: show notes. Hashtag audio on demander. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be our inside joke for anybody who listens to the show. Yes, if absolutely. You guys, if you tweet us about this show, you need to use the hashtag audio on demander. Yes. Audio on demanders unite. <laughs> That would maybe be the I'll, entire tweet. Maybe I'll pick someone to send an um, no, Amazon gift card <laughs> if you do it. If you do it, maybe you'll be entered to win. I don't want to say maybe. Let's just do it, Elsie. Audio okay. on demanders unite. <laughs> <laughs> if you tweet that in the next week after the show, so between
1: what's the date? Wait, this hold on. It's right at the line. top of the thing. It's up at the top. So uh, this is February 15th. All right. So between the 15th and the 29th. No. Yes. Right? The
0: fifteenth—that's a lot of time. No, just weeks. a week,
1: dude. Just a week. Fifteenth and the nineteenth—that's fine. Five days. Yeah, all right. If you tweet it between the fifteenth and like,
0: oh, let's give them a whole full week. Twenty-first, okay. And we will send you a fifty-dollar Amazon gift card. One of you will be selected, <laughs> and I'm gonna search by hashtag, <laughs> not by tweet, and we'll pick the one we like the best because we're Audio not fair on like that. Because we're completely because life is an unjust world. So we're gonna just choose the one we like the best. Audio on demanders <laughs> unite. Is that right? Audio on demanders or audio on demanders unite. Either one. Okay, as long as you hashtag
1: it. Audio on. We, we're going to have to get really clear about this because we're like. Okay, 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 okay. Audio
0: on demanders unite.
1: Okay, use that because it's All
0: long right. and annoying. It is long and annoying. If you can, fit an, inter- if you can fit an interesting comment plus at she podcast plus audio on demanders <laughs> unite, you will win. <laughs> You'll be entered to win a fifty dollar gift card to, uh, to Amazon or iTunes Unite Which one? It'll yeah, see. whatever Amazon you want.
1: Or iTunes. iTunes or Well, whoever wins you can pick and I'll yeah. just send it. Audio on demanders Unite. Unite, yep. Yeah. yeah. And that that gift records going to be sponsored by Boss Jock.
0: Special hashtag used enters you to win $50. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not even going to put it I'm not going to put it in the show notes. I'll just no, put like No. You a, can't. A, no. Listen
0: to right, you just have to say yes. listen to enter. Yes.
1: Or damn you to hell. No,
0: I'm <laughs> uh, okay.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious! All right, so we have to do a quick follow up on last week's episode because we got a lot of great, uh, really great feedback on our conversation. I want to do a little shout out to our peeps out there, some new peeps. What's up, peeps? Uh, what's up, peeps? So a big shout out to at Josh Soulback. Hey, on Josh Twitter, at Josh Soulback from the one we with- like boys. We like boys. We do like boys. We haven't even read the we haven't even read the tweet yet. But let me tell you where he's from. Sorry. He is from the one with I just like your response discussing the TV show Friends. How about that? How about that? Yeah. So he said to us at She Podcast more like a pleasure because he was talking about how great our discussion was on the last episode. She says your last two episodes have been amazing. Is it is okay? Boys, listen. Of course, Josh, dude, we love you.
0: Your response was so great. Like her hashtag was We like boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said, we like boys. We like boys. Because they're so cute. Yes, boys can listen. Yes, now it's listen. allowed. I guess at first we were just like, no boys are listening to this. Yeah, because these
1: are all boys. But they do. These are all boy tweets. Okay, so then we have at Eric yeah. and Stacy. Thank you so much at Eric and Stacy from Eric and Stacy with an EYradio.com for listening. And those are good friends of Lipson and a love, love Eric. So anyway, he says at Yogi, oh my God, I wish I was in the middle of this conversation. He said, well, well listening to us. So Eric. We were. We are opening our door for you to send some audio feedback to interject any part of when we're talking. You can just send us some feedback, and I'll make Bill. Uh, um, I'm calling Bill. We have a new. We have a new. A new name for our producer. It's Bill. Poor Bill. Yes. Yeah, so now Sorry, John Bill. is Bill. Bill is John. Sorry, that was my bad. Sorry, dude. I don't know all of these <laughs> names. Josh. Eric. Bill, boy names make me confused. We're not used to boys. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> all right. And then last shout out we got from Patrick. Again, another boy. Patrick from the Big Se- Seance Podcast over at, at Big Seance. She said, actually, podcast, oh, my God, this discussion you ended on was amazing. Did, didn't see at Jess Kufferman's side of it before. Still tend to think like at Yo Geek. When we were talking about the, you know, how they were all fancy the radio people, because they went to school for it and all that stuff? Um, My
0: side is just that what they do to measure themselves and appropriate themselves and assimilate themselves is not relevant because we're not doing the same thing.
1: Right. We don't do the
0: same type of shows. We'll never do the same type of shows because we're just... in that, yeah. It's just two totally different animals, two totally different people running the mic. Those people are on the mic, but they don't run it. Their corporation runs it their affiliates run it and they have producers that run it. Like we don't have any of that. So why even compare? That was my point last time.
1: No, I I think that it, and that's a fantastic, what? What? I was listening. I read,
0: um, hot pod by Nick Kwa. Uh And he did say something that made me think perhaps I was slightly wrong only because the way he phrased it was that they got together to attempt wait, what did he say? Hold on. I I can't, and I can't look it up because I have no internet. He, he, they got together to attempt to, um, I didn't say simplify attempt to standardize podcast measurement standards.
2: He didn't say
0: public radio podcast measurement standards. He said all. And so that makes me think, well, if that's true, then they, they can't do that by themselves. I agree. They can't do that by themselves. But I also don't think we have to pay attention who gives them we don't have to pay attention to their standards. Who gives a rat's ass what they say well, about so our standards? Totally. but see, so
1: I've been but making but up my own standards all along. I know, but they're attempting to have that standardized thing. So that's something that we didn't mention before last, which is where the conversation actually stemmed from uh, that we started the, last yeah. week. It really stemmed for that public radio has released a public radio podcast measurement guidelines document they now have version 1.1 online there will be a link in the show notes what i which i assume is going to be updated as that happens now the thing is because of the
0: title i assumed it meant public radio podcast comma measurement guidelines yeah no not it's for all podcasts measurement guidelines guidelines, but according yeah according to nick it's for everybody and i don't you're right i don't agree with that and so i also think we don't have to pay attention though
1: Totally. But the first uh, introduction to this, these podcast measurements t- title says measurement of podcast usage is, comma, at best, the Wild West. So that, I know. It, that specific, is that wrong? No, it is absolutely 100% wrong. And so this is what happened, though. There was a huge response. Blueberry, who is uh, another of the biggies out there who does a lot of data uh, intake and then they do, you know, lots of, uh, podcast stats measurement, just like Libsyn, those are the two like kind of like biggest um, podcast hosts out there that have worked to really make sure that your podcasts are measured in in the most optimal way possible. Actually, they put out a press release and uh, <laughs> and basically it was a call to them to take that specific sentence out. Because this is what they said. While perhaps well-intentioned, the Public Radio Podcast Measurement Guidelines document released on February 3rd by the Public Radio Coalition is fraught with measurement shortfalls and in an infl- inflammatory statement that threatens to undermine the credibility of podcasting and podcast measurement. Raw Voice slash Blueberry takes serious exception to the characterization of the podcasting industry in the first line quote, measurement of podcast usage is, at best, the Wild West. There has been no standard or even informal consensus around how to count downloads, listens, listeners, or time spent uh, listening, unquote. For the past 11 years, Raw Voice slash Blueberry and other leading companies in the podcasting space have worked tirelessly to provide accurate reporting to podcasters and media buyers. The Wild West statement in the document is unwarranted. Raw Voice slash Blueberry is asking the coalition to retract the language and publicly recognize those who have successfully championed meticulous, rigorous, and precise podcast reporting. So that's really kind of the beginning of this, because public radio just went out of their way to put this stuff out and kind of left everybody else, especially because they're working with the a- uh, IAB, um, which is sort of like the, at this point, the place where there should be a com- communication between all of entities. Rob Greenlee from Spreaker, he also made his point of view known over Radio Inc., Um, and that title for his episode, for that specific link, not episode, is Will the Plan to uh, Measure Podcasting Work is there as well. And really, I think the issue that most of these guys have have against this is that public radio just went out of the way to try to standardize things when that's already happening, (laughs) and they kind of didn't want to take into consideration uh, very much what has already been done.
0: Do you think any one of those people was like, do you guys think we should call Robert Libson? No.
1: Oh, okay. Do
0: you guys I mean the thing is like, do any of those people who are on the coalition no. would they even know who to ask? I mean the problem no. is there's no there is well, no. No one, they do because you- they're
1: working they're working with the IAB. They're working with the IAB. They they meet together. They meet together. That's all advertising, of them. isn't it? It's uh, the adver- interactive advertising, advertising, yeah, inter advertising bureau. bureau. So, so they've been yeah, they've so- been meeting together. All of these guys know each other. They come into the same room. They have meetings. There have been discussions about this in the same room. They all know each other. But what happened is public radio just but, decided but- to just do it because it, the things were taking too long for them, and they wanted like this is what we want to do. Then, so basically, It's not that things were taking too long. It's just that. None of us really work with the IAB. No, the no, no. IAB works with corp, but, but all of these higher entities, meaning Blueberry and Spreaker and Google and, you know, all those and all the public radio people, they do get together and they do want to have a proper measurement thing, which is what they've been working towards. But a faction of that group moved away, basically, and just did what they wanted to do anyway. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like if we're, meeting, if we're meeting and we're having a discussion, let's say, with our ladies or whatever, I don't know, if we want to have a standardized, I don't know, whatever we want to do in, for She Podcasts, and we're meeting together with all of these factions, and we are together in one room, and then all of a sudden, people that we've been meeting with for months decide to put out a public statement. This is the way it's going to be. What do you think that—doesn't that just basically say, just- uh, <laughs> forget you, people. We're going to do it this way. So that's all I'm
0: saying. I realize that this statement is hurtful. The statement goes, there's been no standard or even informal consensus around how to count downloads, listeners, or time spent listening. I realize that that statement is hurtful, okay? But for their purposes, which is advertising, for their purposes, which is sponsorship and advertising, there is no consensus as to Like, or standard of, you
1: know, measurement. They're they're not wrong. Right. No, it's not that they're not wrong. It's just that they don't want to accept the standards of measurement that are being put out and worked through and have been worked through already. No. The
0: problem is... Some of us count downloads based on whether or not they push play. Some of us count downloads whether or not they've listened for 20 minutes. Some of us count downloads even though they've been downloaded on the iPad, on the computer, on the iPod. They're not wrong. There's no one out there saying a download only counts if X, Y, and Z have taken place. We actually do. All these people, where does it say that?
1: Oh, we, we, that's, what, that's what Blueberry and Libsyn count. They have very specific ways of counting what a download is and making sure that yes, most, you know, like there's algorithms and things like that that have been set up to be able to count and to make sure that certain downloads are actual downloads because there's a lot of things yes. that are not really downloads. So that standard is They're there. They're
0: tracking it, but there's no consensus between the two of them or even in the podcast industry itself as to... What makes a podcast successful? That's why you and I have a course. Right. Because we define success as this and they define success as that and John Lee Dumas and Podcasters Paradise define success as something else and mm-hmm. it goes around and round. That's why there's so many podcasting courses because there's not one standard of measurement. Whereas if you advertise on any other medium, there is
1: right. a but standard if you, but of if measurement. But if you were to talk about, but this is what I'm saying. It's like, they are only looking at one thing and they're only looking at downloads. They're only looking about there's no talk in this document of anything that is not related to the consumption of the media. There's no engagement things. There's no like comments. There's no platform. There's no nothing. So that's true. You know, so if what I'm, what I'm saying is that I understand what you're talking about, but that's not. I think that, you know, defining success is also a very individual thing. Nobody, in no business, really, you can even get to a point where you can figure out you're successful because you did X, Y, and Z. I mean, that's, that's why true, Tim LC- Ferris. you know, Tim Ferris has that. That's one of his questions. Like, he, one of the questions he asks is, who is the most successful person that you know? I know, and then he, he but asks this, them to then qualify it. And there's a lot of people who say like, "Well, if it's about this, then it's this person. If it's about this, then it's this person." Right? So they're yes. just talking about measurement of of downloads, and that the, the the point is that it's like I think the bottom line, and again, we're going back to the same thing. It's a disrespect to some degree of what has been happened in the past. With no respect for the work that has been put in by a lot of different companies and a lot of different people who have spent a lot of time developing a system to be able to filter, download, measurement, and deliver stats from a way that can be accountable.
0: So I know they're not talking about platform, but in the document it says... We've been convening to discuss measurement and develop our own guidelines to establish greater accuracy, a consistency and accuracy for measuring on demand audio performance, because there are ways of measuring those other ways of advertising. This is the only one with no particular standard of measurement not unit of measurement standard of measurement as to what creates success and what doesn't it is a little bit like well is this a download or is this is this a listen is this a listener there's no like i mean we we are up to interpret it ourselves and that's why when you twitter bomb and then brag that you've got two million downloads a month everyone else calls bullshit But that doesn't mean that there's a standard out there. They're just trying to create a standard just for audio. I'm not saying that means that the, they're not saying your podcast is going to be successful based on these download statistics. I think they're just trying to quantify what makes a listener. One person listening to the show from start to finish. How do we figure that fucking shit out? Because iTunes won't tell us. Right. I mean, I understand. I mean, I get the podcasters are like all pissed off and stuff. But like these, the platform, the website tracking, the email, all of that is quantifiable. All of that is well. Did they click? Well, did they buy? Well, did they see it? Is there an impression? But downloads is the only thing where we're just like,
1: uh, maybe.
2: Well, maybe they
1: downloaded and heard it. I'm not discounting that. That's necessary at all. You're just I discounting think that- the fact that they didn't ask.
0: No, they just went ahead.
1: Me. Yeah, that there, the there was conversation. This is what's happening. And then all of a sudden, this is how we are going to measure, period. And that it, it's not about the measurement. It's not about the document itself. It really is. Again, again, it is about that there is a discounted. Basically, they're not wanting to kind of do the work of being able to open up to see what has been done before and how there's meticulous Counting. This is data. This is like a whole. It's it's all developmental, uh, developer type information here that you're going to have to invest a lot of money into to be able to make sure that things don't go wacky. That's all I'm saying with that. Um, the other so, part is
0: that they're talking about measuring from Nielsen.
1: They're just talking about a totally different animal.
0: I just yeah. feel like they're not talking to us because they're not talking about us. That's all. I know it's but, upsetting and annoying, but like. They're going by Le- by Nielsen, and they're
1: talking to IAB. And our, our for our purposes, we have no need for that. But it's going like, to uh, it, it that, that's what you you say. And the problem is that it will it will affect regardless. It will affect. That's what people but, are going to go Nielsen to. That's what advertisers have. They want. haven't affected YouTube, but it has even the most amazing shows that are canceled because they're not getting. The views, you know, there's so many different shows that are like, why, why are you canceling that? That's such an incredible show. Oh, cause it right, didn't have you enough. Can't cancel my YouTube
0: show. No, you can't. Based on that. your Nielsen ratings. You, you can take correct. your Nielsen
1: ratings and shove them up your fat
0: ass. And that That's... applies here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can never be canceled. You can never go off the air. If you don't get Nielsen ratings, nobody knows and nobody cares. <laughs> the end. Big deal. End. No, so you what cannot this? see my numbers. I'm just saying like why does it not compare if you can find a reason why in this particular instance our podcasts aren't comparable to your neighborhood YouTube show and the importance or lack of importance thereof then I'll I'm not saying I'm not listening now but then I'll you know I'm trying to understand I guess what the hubbub is about I just wish that. I wish that they saw it as well. That they are using a different standard of measurement because they are a completely different project. Completely different. And of course, The Tonight Show, they they're, I mean, yeah, they're checking to see how many viral... Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Fallon's got a huge amount of pressure to create something viral every single night. But do I? No! Yeah, but, and Nobody so, cares but, if my
1: shit's viral ever! Let's... We can... <laughs> We can look at it just from one last perspective, and then we really got to cut it because we got to go. But um, yes, we with do. the fact that there's a lot of these, you know, these companies have been, in fact, doing advertising and, you know, negotiating advertising deals for podcasts for years that have been measuring in these ways that are getting big, big clients and have for a long time. We're not talking about public radio here. And so when somebody like, else comes so, in, and you mean says, like, Adam Curry? like No, I'm just talking about Lipson and Blueberry. They've been getting some pretty I mean, they make we I mean both the companies do a lot of ads for podcasters. Yeah. They run a lot of ad campaigns. Measuring yeah. with their with their measuring numbers. So then you see this There's document come that. out that says No no no, I'm just saying you see this document that says measurement of podcast usage is at best the Wild Wild West. There has been no standard or even inform a consensus or around how to count downloads. How do you think that's going to make um, the advertisers feel about trusting a company like Libsyn or Blueberry? It's I hear just, what you're saying. You know what I mean? So then I it's think like that.
0: I mean, as a person who's starting an agency and trying to pitch to sponsors, um, I think the way that I would explain that is by saying this person is hosted on Blueberry, and according to their host, these are the standards.
1: And what if they say, "Well, that's not the standard public radio podcast measurement guideline that they put out. That's it's different."
0: There's no way that Nike's ever going to come back to me and say, "I expect Sports Gal Pal to be on a Nielsen rating system." Right? They do not expect that. They will never care. Never. Are you sure? There's never going to come a time. Ton- yes. Yes. They're never going to come back and say, "If you're not on ABC, CBS, or Fox, fuck you." They're never going to they're never going to say that because I'm pitching a different animal. I'm not pitching them WNYC. Otherwise, I would work for them. I'm not pitching I'm pitching them shows on Libson and Blueberry who are being rated and measured by those standards. Now, it would be nice if those two could have a standard rate of measurement for the rest of us and maybe even they But do. then you got SoundCloud and then you've got Rainmaker and then you've got Podbean like
1: how are they all going to get together and be like, here's what we're
0: all going to build our software on.
1: Yeah, you're right because there's and SoundCloud the, and Pl- and St- Spreaker and and Podbean it's all different. and all of them have their own way of uh, yeah, absolutely. And there's and there's Podcast One who has their own special way of counting things, which seems to be completely and right. so, diametrically <laughs> opposed to everybody else's. So right. it's so um, as an
0: agent, I would just so as an agent, I would just say. You know, if there was a question about what's considered a listener or a download, I would show them the Libsyn stats and just say, this is what Libsyn considers, you know. And if it had to be re added to be comparable to a public radio standard, I'm sure I could do that. Like their downloads, you know, four Libsyn downloads equals two, whatever. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if it has to, if it comes to that, it would come to that. But they're not, we're just not measuring the same thing. Right. I just want to know, like, let's just say they asked Todd Cochran and Rob Walsh to the table at that conversation and they're sitting in the room and those guys are all talking about IAB and Nielsen ratings and impressions and click throughs. And so what the hell would Todd and Rob have to add to the conversation? All they know and what their expertise is in is the software that they represent, They don't know anything about where those guys are coming from. I'm assuming. I don't know for
1: sure because I don't know. No, I disagree with that. They do have a lot of more information than that. You know, they especially Todd. Todd. I mean, he works with like WordPress. For gosh's sake, he he. Yes, he totally knows that stuff. And the the man's like, this is broadcast media,
0: though. What do they know about broadcast media? What do
1: Rob and Todd know about broadcast media? I don't know anything. I don't know about that. I don't know exactly if they know about measurements. That's what they were talking about, though. That's what they're trying to create a standard
0: of measurement to. Broadcasting, not podcasting. They come from broadcasting. They're using their broadcast knowledge to create their standard of measurement for their advertisers, their podcasters, people who are already advertising on radio. That's it. People who are advertising through Libsyn. People who are advertising through Libsyn and Blueberry don't care about them because that doesn't apply to them ever it will never apply to them even people who are advertising through mid-roll they don't care that's why mid-roll is not on that list either are they no I'm just looking now it's a hundred acronyms It's a- W-B-E-Z, PRX CBC NPR NPR CBC you don't say mid-roll there because they don't give a fuck about mid-roll because they're not doing broadcasting They don't care about how podcasts measure for their advertisers because they're just different. They want to know how to, you know what I think they're doing? For example, 1-800-MATTRESS, okay? They want to know how to tell 1-800-MATTRESS what they're going to get out of giving them another four grand to be also on the podcast. How do they tell that guy, we want more money to put you here? How do we tell them what they're going to get out of it? They're trying to figure that out. They don't need to ask Rob and Todd. Do you understand what I'm saying? They need to figure out for themselves how to pitch it to the people that have already spent money with them. That's all this document is, I think. Now, again, I don't like the way that Nick said all podcast standard of measurement because I I don't know that I agree necessarily. Because I don't know that they would care. That's all. I'm not trying to... And for you, to, you sound defeated, like I've beat you down. I don't want to give that impression that I'm trying to beat down the person. I just, I, I know they want to be included. I know they're the experts at podcasting, but until <laughs> but I, I'm just, I want to know what they could add to the conversation for those guys. How do you tell WNYC how to pitch to their own sponsors? Can
1: you? Uh, dude, Based on I've... what? Go- do you know what I mean? Based on what? Yeah, no, I get this is a deep conversation. And The other thing too is that I don't know enough to comment. I don't know enough to comment. I don't know. I'm way down, down in the totem pole here of any kind of knowledge.
0: Because you don't even care about you don't even care about monetization
1: anyway. This no, I like- don't care about this. No, I don't. I I really I, I don't. I know little. that it's a big conversation for a lot of people, and for me, what matters is. Again, just coming back again from the same position of being like in a John Hughes movie. And I am, you know, Watts from some kind of wonderful forever and ever I will be. And podcast, you know, public radio is kind of like Amanda Jones and her boy, actually her boyfriend. It's more like her boyfriend. And I don't understand. I don't get, I don't get that. I just, and so I'm still wanting to go just sit at my drum set and drum with all my stuff on my wrists and my cool makeup and my really cute short hair. Yes, that's
0: what I want. this so is that's, exactly that's my point, though. That's me. This is exactly my point. If you were trying to come up with a standard unit of cool outfit, would you ask Eric Stoltz what he thought? Or would you ask Amanda Jones's boyfriend what he thinks is cool? Right, totally. You don't ask Eric Stoltz. He's busy wearing black leather. They know what they like already. It's not relevant. That's all. But I still love, I love my Eric Stoltz's. I
1: am the Eric Stoltz I am, as well. I, just I love to... Eric Stoltz. That's like my choice. Like I'd rather not even see the other dude. Like you could just not exist in my world. Well, that's <laughs> the problem
0: is that Eric Stoltz doesn't want Amanda Jones's boyfriend and their show hogging up our iTunes. And I <laughs> get it. And on some level, I agree. I think it's sucky that they're always hogging new and noteworthy and what's hot when the rest of us have been working our tits off for 10 years. They fucking show up with their NPR p- professionally produced bullshit and hog the show. And I get it. I agree. Yeah. I But just maybe it's the autistic part of me. Like just logically, I just know I, I don't think this is the thing to get upset about. Maybe you should talk to iTunes about who they highlight. Put them all in their separate corner. And then put the grassroots people and have our own top categories.
1: I get it. I get why it. Why should
0: we share a top categories like list? <laughs> put all the top, you know, give them their own station.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: all right. Well, anyway, on that right. note, we are going to have to close the show. Well, um, what? 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 I was just going to say, if I'm wrong, and tell me why. I, because I... I can't tell you why because I don't know enough. I said, like no, a shout I'm out to, to Daniel, Lu- Daniel Lewis, the audacity to podcast. If you're listening, do send some feedback to Jessica and explain to her what's going on.
0: Or Rob, or Todd, or Rob Greenlee. I mean, either send feedback or maybe we could interview you or talk about it some more. Like, I'm not saying I want to debate because I don't. I want to learn right. why. Well, maybe you if could have I'm him on wrong, the show. And it is relevant. Yeah, we'll see. So anyway. Well, we'll talk about that after. But yeah I, w- yeah, I mean, just to continue the conversation, like I'm only trying to give their point of view just devil's advocate or I don't know because I'm, I'm guessing. It's not like I've talked to them. I have no idea what their motivation is.
1: That's what I'm saying. Anyway, another podcaster with no pants. Okay, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys need to sign up. shepodcastcom slash pants off for our webinar. Correct. Yeah, and that's if you are just starting, or if your show needs a little bit of a refresh, it would be good for you. But you can send all your feedback over at feedback at com. Yes. And it would be really lovely. And um, we would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for everything that you have done for us already and all the feedback that you already have sent because it keeps us going, and then we can just keep talking forever and ever. (laughs) Ha ha.
0: And you know what would be awesome, too? A review of our show. Oh, my God. Maybe in iTunes. Or, like, you could follow us on Twitter.
1: Yeah, tell them, like, with the hashtag.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Twitter.com forward slash she podcast. Facebook.com forward slash she podcast. And if you want to win a $50 gift certificate, somewheres. Audio on demanders unite. Audio on demanders unite. Here we go, yo. Audio on demanders unite. Let's do it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Okay. Yay. Bye. Love you, mean it.
2: Love you, mean it. There was <laughs>